You want to say a hi to the internet? I just went live. Good morning, Baron Nation. <sighs> Signals check. Come on over. Say hi. Hey, Baron Nation. Who are you? I'm Bob. Yeah. Um, uh, bug out Bob. Across the table with Bob. Um, I don't know. Chief uh, Operating Bob. Officer Chief Bob. Chief Operating Officer Bob. Yeah. yeah at Refuge Medical. At Refuge Medical, yeah. You've heard of me. Yeah. There you have it. That's yeah. 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 It's all good. Oh, we all going to die Wednesday, but hopefully today's not that Wednesday. Welcome, everybody. I'm Bear from the Internet. If you don't know that, what are you even doing here? You know, I know why you don't know that, because 40% of you are lurking in the shadows, unsubscribed to this channel, just mooching off of all the good information, the inspiration, the wisdom. So, you know, don't be a slacker. Subscribe. Hit the little bell icon. For those of y'all who have been here for a hot minute, shalom and welcome everybody in the chat. Uh, you know what to do. Share the show with somebody you love. All right? Okay, bear. Cool. Uh, today we're going to talk about anti-human trafficking and we're going to talk about uh, the United States and Iran. Uh, a, a favorite pastime. I don't know what generation you're from, but it seems like for as long as I can remember, there's been a hullabaloo between... Uh, yes, that's a technical term, a hullabaloo between the United States and Iran. So, without further ado, Bear Independent, 9 August 23. An international pedophile ring has been busted, and 19 men in Australia between the ages of 32 and 81 have been arrested and charged with a combined total of 138 connected offenses. Oh, boo-hoo. I hope. You know what? It's not that you're beyond redemption, but I hope that you find Messiah before somebody sticks a sharpened toothbrush into your kidney in prison. The Australian Federal Police Commander Helen Schneider stated, quote, We will allege that these men were members of a technologically sophisticated online child abuse network that was operating across the country, end quote. In the end, 13 children were rescued and two suspects have already been convicted to serve an estimated 15 years in the Australian Capital Territory and five years in New South Wales. FBI legal attache Nityana Mann emphasized how crucial it is for nation's law enforcement to collaborate on such important endeavors, saying, quote, the complexity and anonymity of these platforms means that no agency or country can fight these threats alone. As we continue to build bridges through collaboration and teamwork, we can ensure the good guys win and the bad guys lose. Now, I know here in the United States, we have lots of reasons. We, I'm including me in this statement, we have lots of reasons to distrust the Federal Bureau of Investigation. And those reasons are valid in my estimation. Comma, not everybody inside of that organization is bad. Not everybody inside of that organization has been co-opted. There are still good men and women inside of the FBI that legitimately care about their country, legitimately care about their fellow man, and legitimately believe in the Father through the Son and are trying to do good works. And I know this because I've met them. So before we blanket statement, the FBI is shit and we need to burn it down. 
yeah, I feel like that a lot of the times too. I've dropped way too many intel packets on the desks of uh, FBI field agents that have never seen the light of day. Nobody ever did anything about them. And in my experience, 90% of those agents are there to protect their career, collect a paycheck after they retire. But 10% of them aren't. 10% of them actually freaking care and are actually doing stuff. And it's disheartening, demoralizing to have to plow through the 90% to find the 10% that actually want to play ball. But when you do find that 10% that actually want to play ball, even though organ organizationally, systemically, the FBI is a dumpster fire, that doesn't take away from the good people that are still inside of the organization. And I realize a lot of people get pissed at statements like that because they don't want to have a nuanced, informed conversation about anything. They want sound bites that reinforce their preconceived notions so that they can get their confirmation bias to feel good about themselves for the day and then go on with their life rather than looking a little bit deeper into what's actually going on here. This raid in Australia occurred after two American FBI agents, Daniel Alphen and Laura Schwarzenberger, perished in the line of duty while collaborating with Australian Federal Police on this larger product, the project. The agents died in a shootout with an American suspect linked to the group attempting to fulfill a search warrant for child pornography in Florida. Again, these two people died so that they could do this. So it's okay to be upset with the FBI at large, but these two people gave their lives to rescue children. And so be careful when you lump everybody together and go, if you wear this particular hat with these letters on it, you're a piece of shit. Yeah, nine out of 10 of them are, but these two people died to rescue these kids. The agents died in a shootout with an American suspect linked to the group attempting to fulfill a search warrant for child pornography in Florida. They were, according to former FBI Special Agent Nicole Parker, quote, the best the FBI has to offer, agreed. Laura Schwarzenberger was not only a colleague, but a close friend. You will not find more stalwart, honorable, and hardworking agents than Dan and Laura. We often spoke, and Laura struggled with the darkness that she saw, but her faith in God carried her through. These are the fine men and women that make the FBI proud, end quote. Many of you all may be aware, but the United States is the number one offender pornography and uh sex trafficking number one in the world and part of why internationally these are such large businesses is because american expats travel the world to have access to their abominations because it's much easier to get away with this kind of stuff in africa southeast asia australia than it is here in the united states uh, people in the chat are saying I'm buffering and I think we just lost bear. Well, listen, I'm doing the best I can with what I got where I'm at. Imagine that. What's that? Okay. Imagine that 
you start talking about anti-human trafficking and uh, YouTube starts giving you the circle of death. <sighs> Americans are the number one offender in the world. And just because um, certain members of the FBI are shameful doesn't mean that other members of the FBI aren't. Um, from RT.com, a little more on this. Police bust global pedophile ring after fatal FBI shooting. Illicit material was shared through a, quote, technologically sophisticated, end quote, network, the Australian authorities have said. At least 98 people arrested in the U.S. Keep messing with me. I'm reading the news. I am in no way in support of child sex workers or child pornography. It's an abomination, and I hate it. Well, that's awesome. Thanks, YouTube. The investigation was launched after two U.S. federal agents were shot dead while pursuing a suspect in 2021. The FBI and the Australian Federal Police announced the arrests during a joint press conference on Tuesday, noting that 19 people in Australia and another 79 in the United States are now in custody, all facing charges linked to an alleged child abuse ring spanning multiple countries. Australian Federal Police Commander Helen Schneider said the suspects operated, quote, a technologically sophisticated online child abuse network on the dark web and used software to anonymously share files, end quote, with some believed to have committed offenses for more than a decade. She added that most of the Australian suspects worked in occupations that require a high degree of knowledge about online networks, helping them to evade detection. This is common. We see this often. We still have a live stream? Yeah. Allegedly, I have a live stream. Let's check something. Does seem to be running a little slow as far as the, the old speed test is concerned. Yeah, I've got I've got the appropriate up speed for live stream. So YouTube, thanks for jacking with me. Back to the article. Two of the Australian men have already been convicted, according to Schneider. While FBI legal attache Nityana Mann said there were another 43 convictions in the United States. At least 13 children were removed from harm's way as a result of the probe. Already, two convictions in Australia, 43 convictions in the United States, 13 children rescued. Praise Yah. And again, two people died in order to make this happen. Don't forget that. Anti-human trafficking is not Hollywood movies. It's not slick Instagram posts. It's not charity galas to raise awareness. It's boots on the ground getting the job done. And two people died. Two people wearing a uniform that most Americans rightfully, rightfully so despise. And yet and still, two people gave their lives in a shootout with some sicko so that this operation could come to fruition so that 13 children could be removed from harm's way 
and we have already 45 convictions. That's really damn good work. Quote, this operation was highly complex. The complexity and anonymity of these platforms means that no agency or country can fight these threats alone, end quote, said Mann, adding that the FBI had alerted the authorities in other countries about suspects within their jurisdictions, though did not mention any by name. <clears throat> One of the things that's really frustrating, if, if you actually do any work, in the anti-human trafficking space, rather than just talking about it on social media, is you realize very quickly how interconnected things are, and you tug a thread in the Midwest, and the other end of that thread is in Eastern Africa. Whoa, wait a minute, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, and it happens over and over and over again, and that's why that's why you need agencies like the FBI to be involved, because in almost every case, we're talking about crimes that occurred across state lines in the United States. And in many cases, you're talking about client, crimes that extend globally. And I'll tell you, as one guy who's part of a small team sitting in a bunker in eastern Oklahoma, we don't have the reach of the resources for that. But other agencies do, other organizations do. And we at times have caught a lot of shit from a lot of people that don't know what the hell they're talking about, wanting to know why we would interoperate with people like that. The answer is because if you provide them with enough intelligence and you find the right people on the task force, they will go to Australia to take care of the problem. And I don't know if you know this, but Australia is not anywhere near the United States of America. The sex abuse ring was first uncovered by the FBI in 2021 after special agents Daniel Alphen and Laura Schwarzenberger were fatally shot while serving a search warrant for suspect David Lee Huber in Florida. Three other agents were wounded in the firefight, after which Huber took his own life. Evidence gathered following the deadly shootout would later tip off the Bureau to a wider pedophile network beyond the U.S. borders, with the FBI passing intelligence about potential Australian members to the AFP, Australian Federal Police, last year. Dubbed Operation Bacchus, the resulting joint probe is ongoing, and Schneider noted that future arrests should not be ruled out. According to Mann, more than 200 international leads were sent to third countries throughout the operation, while over 300 separate child sex abuse investigations have been launched as a result. Bravo Zulu, Daniel Alphen and Laura Schwarzenberger. Good work. May y'all rest your souls. Joe Hannon, why does Big Tough Bear talk out of all three sides of his mouth? 10% alphabet agencies is totally fine. Laugh my effing ass off. No. Hmm. Well, Joe Hannon, my guess is you've never done shit in your life, and therefore you have myopic paradigms 
why do I talk out of all three sides of my mouth? I don't know if you know this. You see me maybe an hour every other day where I am talking. You don't see me the other 165 hours in a week where I'm not talking, where I'm doing shit. You shall know them by their fruits. And Joe, there's only one of us here that talks shit on the internet. I got to piss. Joe, you should get off your mom's couch and go make sure you got enough Mountain Dew. I'll be right back. You know, this goes back to indoctrination. This goes back to indoctrination on both sides of the argument. America is the greatest country on earth, bar none, on the one hand. On the other hand, we have a metric shit ton of problems. And I don't think that any of us should be syncophants, blind followers of authority. And if you've been here for any length of time, you know that. You know how I feel about that. But if you've allowed yourself to be indoctrinated, that all alphabet soup agencies and all people inside of those alphabet soup agencies are pieces of shit and we need to just burn it to the ground and start over from scratch, I wish you the best of luck. You cannot put all people into a box. You go far enough down that line of thought, you end up at Auschwitz-Birkenau or the Holodomor or communist systematic destruction of its own population, of its citizenry. You push back against, against the thought police, yet you want to be your own thought police, because it's easier for you to have your own blanket carte blanche statements that encompass all human beings inside of an organization than it is to apply just a little bit of critical thinking. Actually have a little bit of thought, actually be mature enough to have a nuanced conversation That's the difference between you and me, Joe, and people who are incapable of having a nuanced conversation are not going to fit in here at the Bear Independent Channel. Especially when we're talking about people who gave their lives to rescue children 
and bust up a pedophile ring. Because if you've been here for any length of time, you know how near and dear that is to my heart. If you've been here for any length of time, you are, you are aware of what we are doing about the problem. Not what we're talking about, what we're doing. It is an indicator of high intellectual maturity to be able to hold two opposing thoughts in your brain at the same time without instantly assigning a value judgment to either of them. You should be smart enough, wise enough to contemplate the things that are uncomfortable to you and to test your own assumptions and convictions about how the world actually operates. And are you stuck in your own myopic paradigms, which are therefore giving you gaps and blind spots, which will allow somebody like me to maneuver on your ass if, when, this world goes to hell in a handbasket? Shall we move on? It's Wednesday. What say you? We're all going to die Wednesday. Joe a little bit sooner than everybody else. You can't put you can't put Mountain Dew in your Camelback, homie. It's, it's only going to work for a day or two. Really? Yeah. Yeah, Sprite and vodka in a Camelback. Yeah, you can rinse it. A little Dawn, you know, two drops of Dawn dish detergent, some warm water, you know, maybe some Jim Beam and sour mix. Yeah. All right. Um, before we move on to talking about the United States Marine Corps in Iran, because that's going to go well. Um, I, I love Marines. They're phenomenal when you need to kill people and break stuff. Like, they're they, it, this has come up in conversation regularly, um, <laughs> which which makes me wonder, why did we just send 3,000 of them to Iran? Because <laughs> it's not to bake a birthday cake. <laughs> it's not to throw a birthday party. They know, yeah, they know one thing. <laughs> yeah, kill people, break stuff, copy. Um Speaking of which, I hope that that doesn't happen to you. It is the uh, it's back to school season here in the northern hemisphere, and for your consideration, the Refuge Medical Desk Kit. This is a vacuum sealed kit. It will fit inside of a file folder in a file drawer. It'll fit in the top drawer of your desk. You can easily stick this in a backpack. You can put it in your truck, your car, your monster truck. Does anybody out there have a monster truck? I don't know. I don't have one. I'm just curious if you do. But this thing is $120. That's it. It's $120. Bucks. If you're on Patreon and use your promo code, it'll be even less than that. And uh, it's got all this stuff in it. Gen 7 cat tourniquet, a SWAT T tourniquet, an S-Mark bandage, compressed gauze times two, a set of shears, two pairs of gloves, mylar blanket, flat duct tape, two halo chest seals, two five-by-nine gauze pads, medical tape, and then a fold-flat emergency trauma bandage, all in a very slim kit. Okay, here's here's my hand. My hand in some places is actually thicker than this kit is. Um, and I must tell you that right now, 
the if you any order over 99 bucks if you add a slishman device aka the slishy as we call it at refuge medical um add it to your cart it'll be free at checkout right put it in your cart any order over 99 bucks it'll be free at checkout and the slishman is an excellent juvenile tourniquet for small kids that's what it was made for it was made for small kids so check that out refugemedical.com back to the brief meanwhile United States has sent about 3,000 troops to the Red Sea, which, as you may know, is, it's got some historical significance to it, as tensions with Iran continue to rise. Over the past two years, at least 20 commercial shipping tankers have been either harassed or outright seized by Iran's Navy and the Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps, Corps a.k.a. the IRGC. U.S. Fifth Fleet spokesman, are they allowed to say that? I thought it's spokesperson now. Like, you can't gender people, right? Maybe they said they wanted to be called a spokesman. Okay. That's true. They identify as a spokesman. That's better than, like, spokeskitty or... I think that every... I think that all biological males should want to identify as men. so this so that's all that's a whole thing like honestly i'm i'm not much into gambling but i'm gonna start betting on all these men and women's sports because you know they're gonna win uh, honestly, like I'm going to go to Vegas. I'm going to just start placing bets. It's like we have Susie and Tina and Natalie and then Gwen <laughs> and Gwen is six foot five, 280. Um, yeah, I think Gwen. <laughs> Hi, my name's Gwendolyn. I think Gwendolyn is going to win. <laughs> so <laughs> just I'm just putting that out there. Like it's a it's a good strategy. Um Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Anyway, uh, the Marine Corps is going to uh, Iran. <laughs> U.S. Fifth Fleet spokesman, Commander Tim Hawkins, said in a statement, quote, these units add significant operational flexibility and capability as we work alongside international partners, Tip Millspeak, to deter destabilizing activity and de-escalate regional tensions caused by Iran's harassment and seizures of merchant vessels earlier this year, end quote. It has been emphasized that Washington does not plan to escalate tensions, but rather reinforce stability in the region through this deployment. In contrast, the foreign ministry spokesperson for Iran, so Nasser Kanani as identifies as a person clearly, noted, quote, the U.S. government's military presence in the region has never created security. And that's arguably accurate. Or one could argue that the reason we're there in the first place was because there wasn't stability. Pick your poison. Which, which side of the military-industrial complex do you fall on, Joe? The U.S. government's military presence in the region has never created security. Their interests, interests in this region have always compelled them to fuel instability and insecurity, end quote. 
The deadline for the UN sanctions on Iran concerning the 2015 nuclear deal is approaching this October. Also, it just so happens to turn out that if you have some dirt on some people that happen to be president of the United States of America, they will literally deliver you pallets of cash. Literally. They will literally deliver you pallets of cash. Which one could argue Hegelian dialectic. Deliver them pallets of cash and also send in the Marines. Yeah. War. What is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Say it again now. From uh, USNINews.com. United States sending Marines more warships to the Middle East over Iranian threats. Written by Sam Lagrone. The U.S. is sending two amphibious warships and thousands of Marines to the Middle East to bolster regional security after Iranian forces threatened uh, commerce in and out of the Persian Gulf. And the the Pentagon announced Thursday. The amphibious warship USS Bataan and USS Carter Hall and elements of the 26th Marine Expeditionary Unit on the two ships are being dispatched to the U.S. Central Command on orders of security on orders of Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin. My words, not best words. Me no make for good read for internet for vid. Quote, through these actions, the United States is demonstrating commitment to ensuring freedom of navigation and deterring Iranian destabilization activities in the region. Read the Department of Defense statement. And the article goes on and on. I just found it interesting that the ships that they're sending, amphibious warships, USS Bataan, which is an LHD, and USS Carter, which is an LSD, which is not, you know, acid. Um, But these two ships, right, the LHD is like a smaller aircraft carrier, but it only deploys air assets that have VTOL capability, vertical takeoff and landing. So, like, what's it, the F-35B? Uh, jump jet, the Harrier jump jet. If you're from my generation, you remember the Harrier badass plane, right? You've got Ospreys as well. Um, so fixed wing and rotor wing aircraft. And then, of course, the a whole bunch of helicopters. And I think it's 14 aircraft that the LHD can carry as well as. And this is the thing with the thing that makes me wonder. Both of these ships, the Bataan and the Carter Hall, both of them. In their bellies, if you will, in the hull, they have amphibious landing craft because they have Marines and Marines, you know, they they do other than D-Day. Don't bring up D-Day to a Marine. They get pretty pissed about that, that the largest amphibious landing in U.S. history they weren't at. But they had their hands full in the Pacific and crayons are tasty. So we'll give them a pass. My point here is, okay, so we're sending these two ships with these aerial assets for stabilization in the region. And in the belly of these two ships are amphibious assault vehicles and landing craft. Cause they're Marines. Cause like storming the beaches is kind of their thing. And so this is again, nuanced conversation, Joe set the mountain dew down and listen. I'm not saying that the Marines are going to run off of these ships and onto the shore and start shooting Iranians. I am saying that I find it interesting that the way that we're bringing stabilization to that region is to say, oh, oh, hmm, having some problems. Here's 3,000 Marines on your doorstep, FAFO. So does that make sense? I know, again, 
we have to suspend our myopic paradigms and have a nuanced conversation. Ah, dooby dooby doo. That's the brief for today. If you're one of those people that jumps off when it's time to discuss the value exchange, this is your polite invitation to beat feet skedaddle. Get out of here. Have a blessed day. Shalom. And if you're one of those people that just can't have a nuanced conversation and has to emote in the comments, you should unsubscribe. You should really super de duper unsubscribe. You know, about once a year, I do a video essentially titled, You Don't Belong Here. And I explain in said video why you don't belong here. Some of y'all don't belong here and that you should unsubscribe. And you know what I've found? Every time I do one of those videos, my subscribership goes through the roof. Like a hundred people leave and thousands of people subscribe. That's not the intention of those videos. It's kind of like if you know anything about email marketing, you should clean your list at a minimum every six months so that you're not wasting time emailing people that don't want to be on your list. It's kind of the same thing here. I'm cleaning my list, if you will, right? Like there's only so much time in the day and there's 190,000 of y'all and one of me. If you don't want to hear what I have to say, don't be here. That's okay. Go watch Canadian Prepper. You call it rotating friends. Yeah, rotating friends. There you go. Now, Patreon.com, links to all this stuff is in the description, Patreon.com. Uh, it's a prepper consultancy. It's 10 bucks a month. You can buy, what, what does that get you? One third of a magazine of 556 right now? You could do that, or you could subscribe uh, to Patreon and actually learn some shit. This morning, we talked about women working in the world, which was a question that one of the patrons asked myself and my wife answered that from our own personal experience as well as a biblical standpoint. So if you're interested in that, it's at patreon.com. Link in the description. What's that? You should. You should. Not based on what I said in that video. <laughs> yeah. Get in the kitchen. I'm yelling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, as long as you have a Bluetooth headset and a laptop, you could totally be in the kitchen. That'd be fine. Um, Refuge Medical. I told you guys about the desk kit. Uh, it is back to school season here in North America. And it's an unfortunate fact that uh, we need trauma medicine kits in schools. Not just for active shooter situations. I pray to Yah that these kits never get used for that. But there's still trauma medicine that happens in schools. Um, car wrecks, yep. Bus wrecks, yep. Sports medicine injuries that can sometimes include compound fractures, yep. Lacerations, yep. Uh, kids running and then tripping and bashing their head in the corner of a desk, yep. All that stuff happens. So um, the desk kit. Forrest on our sales team put this together and it's specifically, it was originally designed for schools. It'll fit the drawer in your desk, right? But if you work in an office and you have a desk, it's a really good idea to have one of those in the desk. Um, and you can put it a thousand other places. And because it's in a vacuum sealed, heavy duty uh, pouch, it has a significantly lower cost than say something like this bare fact that has a sewn outer and inner as well. So you can get these at a very reasonable price. Like I said, they're 120 bucks, um, or you can use your Patreon promo code and they're even less than that. As always, all of our stuff is HSA and FSA eligible. 
So if you have that stuff going on, you can use that to check out at refugemedical.com as long as your HSA or FSA card has a Visa or MasterCard logo on it. Um, Boo Boo Kits, talking about back to school, Boo Boo Kits are in stock, shipping fast. So this is our Boo Boo Kit. Like we are incapable of doing anything like small and mediocre. So this is our Boo Boo Kit. And even the Boo Boo Kit has some capability built into it. And a lot of people ask, like, I need a good kit for, like, my my tween or my teenager. Well, this is a good kit for everybody, but especially for that age bracket. This is the bare minimum. It's about that big. There's my hand. I dropped it. It weighs, like, uh, two pounds, like two loaded AR mags. You got your cat tourniquet on the outside here. You got your shears on the outside here. And then pop it open, grab the red handle pull the inner out of the outer and then you can this little red tab right here you drop down grab that with one hand and watch this boom i'm open okay and so in here i got my tourniquet on the outside pressure bandage tape shears on the outside sharpie compressed gauze for wound packing i've got quick clot back here also for wound packing rolled gauze gloves I've got chest seals and a uh, burn tech dressing in this back pocket right here. And then down in the bottom, down here, for all of our, our boo-boo type stuff, I've got band-aids, knuckle bandages, finger bandages, standard bandages. I've got steri strips for wound closure. I got all my little antibiotic wipes and BZK antiseptic wipes, povidone iodine, etc. And I've got a gauze pack, two by twos, four by fours, five by nines, which coupled with that tape will handle most of your major or minor injuries. And that's that kit's like 219 bucks retail. So check it out, refugemedical.com. As always, handmade, made in America, guaranteed forever. Only 85 lives saved to date. That's it. It's just it's just 85. So I guess we're still trying to figure out whether or not these things work because only 85 people are still alive in the last four years using our kits. So, you know, maybe I'm a fraud. You know, maybe I just made this stuff up. And I, I make believe so well that 85 people got to go home to their families. You know what I mean? You know what I mean. Yes, I'm bullshitting you. According to Joe, we should just pack up and go home because we didn't save them all. So, you know, it's interesting you bring that up. I am aware of one report where one, where somebody used one of our kits to save somebody's life and uh, they still died. But the after action report that we got on that did not in any way blame the kit or the capabilities of the care providers. They were like, this guy was so far gone by the time EMS got there. Like there was, yeah. Yep, that was that was bad news. That was a kid that got hit, pedestrian, juvenile pedestrian. They got hit at full speed by a vehicle, just plowed right through them. Uh, it's a sad story, and so we got an after action report on that. Uh, we encourage y'all if you use your kit to send us an email, um, admin at refugemedical.com, because we always want to see the after action report so that if we can do this better, we will do it better. And that uh, 
that sucked, but there was, there was nothing that could be done. Um, and it took EMS a long time to get there. If I'm remembering, it was over half an hour. I, and the, yeah, half an hour, 40 minutes. And in the meanwhile, this guy had, had this child in his hands trying to save his life. Yeah. That's a good word. I don't know if you can hear Katie Lynn, but she yeah. said um, to her that goes to that goes to the concept of be the hero because they stopped. They had the kit and they stopped versus not having the kit. You would probably not stop. And so what's cool is in that incident, um, yeah, that kid passed away and that sucks shit. That's terrible. But that guy got to be there and comfort that kid for half an hour, 40 minutes and be with him before he he passed. Um, so, you know, it's not a it's not a failure on anybody's part. It's a failure on the part of whoever was driving, who hit that kid and kept driving. That's a huge failure. And that person will have to live with the guilt of that for the rest of their life. Uh, but this gentleman who stopped the EMS that arrived on scene, everybody did everything they could, and they were still unable to save that kid's life. So, yeah. But it illustrates, again, to what Kale was saying, like, have a damn kit. Have a, at least you can attempt to intervene medically, attempt to save a life, um, versus just keep driving because you don't have any capability on you. So... That's refugemedical.com. Uh, check that out. And if we say something's in the store, if it's in stock, that means we have it in stock. Um, oh, and again, the Slishman device, the Slishy, it's a very similar to like a stretch wrap and tuck tourniquet, purposely built for children. Sam Slishman made it for his kids. It's an excellent device, and if you add it to your cart when you check out, if you have $99 or more in your cart, you'll get the Slishman device for free, okay? Okay, bear. Uh, to the point of, like, being able to medically intervene, refuge training, there are some classes, uh, class availability in the month of August, which is this month, the end of this month, we have classes in Oklahoma. So please come to class. Please learn how to actually do this stuff. And in September, September the 4th and September the 6th in Boise, Idaho, uh, as of yesterday, there were two, two slots open for Responder 1 on the 4th and seven slots open for the 6th Responder 1. And I kicked that to Patreon yesterday first, as I, as I do. And now I'm kicking it out to y'all uh, here today. There are a handful of slots left in Boise, Idaho, so... If you're anywhere near Boise, Idaho, please come to class. And if you're not, come to Oklahoma, and we'll teach you in Oklahoma. That website is refugetraining.com. CalebHouse.org. I am happy to tell you uh, we will be breaking ground at CalebHouse.org next week, uh, building, beginning the process of building our restoration facility uh, because we actually go out there and do things. And there are plenty of groups that are rescuing children. There are far fewer that are restoring them. And while we are absolutely involved on the rescue side, our conviction is the restoration side. Somebody has to put these kiddos back together again. 
so that we don't have to make them property of the state, so that we don't have to put them in an orphanage or in a foster home or return them to the family that trafficked them in the first place. So as a way to break those generational curses, that's what Caleb House does. We are a restoration facility uh, where we put children's lives back together again. Not because we're good at this stuff, but because the father's badass and he loves his kiddos. And so if you'd like to plug into that, calebhouse.org, Caleb with a K, calebhouse.org. Of course, grindstoneministries.com. You've got online uh, giving is available there as well. You've got um, our swag, Caleb House t-shirts, long sleeves and hoodies. Our brother Saw's Facts Not Feeling shirt and our brother Rex's uh, The Real Dope shirt, the proceeds of which all go to help fund the construction of Caleb House Actual. And to that point, a brief shout out to Moose Run Coffee. Our brother Moose has agreed to, he offered to donate 15% of all of his proceeds this week to Grindstone Ministries and Caleb House. So if you're looking for some coffee, good coffee, by the way, we have our own Grindstone blend, by the way, um, you might consider Moose Run Coffee. There's a link in the description at the very end of the description. Um, and he also has some really, he has a really cool product called the prepping moose bucket and it's 20 pounds of unroasted green coffee beans in a mylar bag, in a bucket with a coffee roaster. So if you're trying to prep coffee for the apocalypse, it's a really good move. Um, those beans will stay good for 20 years in that mylar. And then as you need them, you can, uh, you know, open the bucket, pull the beans out, roast the beans, make some coffee. So it's a really cool product. That's mooseruncoffee.com. And um, so this week only 15% of the proceeds are going to Grindstone Ministries. And um, any other day of the week after that, there is a Grindstone blend. And a portion of the proceeds from the Grindstone blend go to support Grindstone Ministries and Caleb House. That's the brief for today, y'all. Um, thanks for being along for the ride. Thank you for being uh, intellectually, being an intellectually mature audience. And those of y'all that are supposed to be here, um, I can't thank y'all enough. We, you know, we focus on the bad shit all the time, especially in the preparedness community. You know, we always want these early warnings and threat indicators. It's like we we fail to remember all the awesome things that we have done and. As a brief rundown, and in partnership between us on this side of the camera and y'all on that side of the camera, we have donated more than 6,000 Bibles to people. We have moved hundreds of thousands of tons of debris. We fed tens of thousands of meals. We educated dozens of families. We pulled Jamie out of Idabel and gave her a brand new life. We've rescued a couple dozen people. We've convicted several people. We've done operations all over North America to rescue and restore children. We've, we've done some awesome stuff together, you and I. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for believing in what we do because we'd be dead in the water without you. And I hope you guys have an awesome and blessed day. I have a very full day today. And I'm going to go. I'm going to go get to it. I'll see you guys Friday morning for the brief. Bless y'all. Shalom.